You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We have with us to set the tone of the day, St Kilda's Chief Executive, Matt Finnis. Matt, welcome. Thanks for having me, Jared. We've watched over the last half hour as the, the team has been out on the field, Alan Richardson, probably for six to eight minutes with the the club the support staff then they peeled off and jaron geary for five or six minutes just with the playing group thereafter it has the sense of it's all on the line this afternoon what's your sense coming here yeah i mean you come here to the mcg it's the the big stage it's saturday afternoon the sun's out um you know it's an opportunity you actually want your players to get out there and and enjoy it and take it on and and, and have a crack and you know, there's, there's five players out there who have even played 10 games of footy, and, and for some of them, you know, like Bailey Rice, it's the first chance to actually run onto the MCG. So, um, you know, it doesn't surprise me that they were out there today, that they've, you know, they've addressed that as a group, because I know they've been setting themselves for a, for a really big performance today. So these, this is a difficult three-week period in difficult circumstances, Richmond, West Coast and Sydney. Do you have a, a feeling of trepidation about these three weeks? Uh yeah, look, I, I certainly, uh, we were over in Perth a couple of weeks ago, and that's a formidable place to go to play West Coast. We watched West Coast play Richmond, uh, and, and the stand and the quality of the game, you know, was impressive. And so, um, you know, we're coming up against three quality sides. But for me, I, I look at that as, geez, what an opportunity. You know, what an opportunity for us to actually get a sense of who are the players on our list who are going to step up in the big moments, who are the players who we can rely upon when the going gets tough to put their hand up, and uh, and that's the way we're approaching the next few weeks. You're on record as describing the, the first part of the season as completely unacceptable. Are you holding to that view? Well, I don't think there's anything that's uh, that's changed substantially since I made that comment a couple of weeks ago. Um, but, you know, I didn't do that to um, try and get a rise out of our footy department. I was, I was asked the question on an assessment, and... Um, you know, you ask any Saints fan out there, and I, I don't think any Saints fan would have, you know, had us finishing um, in the top four this year, but they wouldn't have had us in the bottom four, and and that's the reality where expectation doesn't meet reality, and so that's that's the, the position we find ourselves in, and we've got to just really work hard to get out of that. So what's gone wrong? Um, well, look, I mean, these are things that are always multifactorial, aren't they? I mean, clearly we're not finishing our work, and, and that's incredibly frustrating. If it is that um, you know, we're kicking goals when we're missing them, then that just changes the mindset of the game. And you put scoreboard pressure on other teams and, and you're in the games for longer and who knows what might happen. So when you're not finishing your work, you're not giving yourself um, the best chance. And, and then clearly we've also had, you know, a number of players who aren't playing, you know, to what 
we'd expect them to do. And, and when you get enough of those guys, um, combine that with some injuries in key places, you're really relying upon those group of players who have probably played 50 to 100 games to step up when we can't rely upon a Dylan Robertson or a, you know, a Josh Bruce to be at either end of the ground to provide that stability. When I hear St Kilda people talk, they refer to the Richmond game from the back part of last year. And I wonder if you're not clinging to a false idea. That looks like the outlier. You lost five of the last seven after that game and now you've won one of the first nine to hold that up as the shining example of what you're capable of it just looks like a freak night yeah it's interesting i sat next to brennan gar watching that game um and uh and and we, you know, we chatted on the night and you know he was pretty despondent on that night and then three months later he they'd won a premiership and i and i had a chat with him and he said look it just goes to show you're never that far away and i must admit i actually looked at him and said yeah but you could be a long way away and and so off the performance in the back third of the year you referred to, we actually reviewed things pretty hard last year and and we made a fair bit of change, Jared, and that resulted in bringing in Simon Lethleen, restructuring the football program. Um, we bring in Emma Murray to head up our mental skills program, Henry Playfair, you know, a really strong defensive coach from Sydney, um, you know, the goal-kicking piece. So I'd love all of those changes that we were very deliberately made to have an immediate impact, um, and I'm frustrated that, that they haven't, but it probably wasn't the reality that they were those things take some time to wash through and so i don't think that we we're ahead of ourselves I, th- I think that um you know i still remember that conversation with brendan and, and i think we acted on that we're just not seeing the fruits of that yet. matt the, your goal kicking clearly is an issue but your field kicking and your general skill level is as poor as any side in the competition is that recruiting is it training or do you even know what the issue is with your club school level at the moment? Um, I'm sure it's a combination of factors, Kane. I, I mean, I looked in the third quarter last week when you know, Jack Sinclair was rated by champion data you know, at the end of the year last year as, a, as an elite player for his use of the ball. And a couple of occasions last week, he you know, just didn't hit targets. And, and Jack's not alone in that. So um, I don't, you, you couldn't say it's a list piece because you know, these are guys who are you know, wonderful using the ball. And then you look at Jimmy Webster behind the ball, we're starting to see the way he uses it. So you know, we've, we've certainly sought to recruit good users of the footy. Um, and, I, and I think they're there in our list. But clearly, um, you know, there's a confidence issue at play, uh, which is impacting their execution. We also hear about the, the money that you have in the salary cap and the war chest has been quoted, I think. Uh, are you concerned now that it's going to be difficult to attract that talent to your footy club with the results this year? Yeah, well, the reality is that I think if you look across free agencies that's come in, you probably only have a, about two free agents who actually move every year. But there's been more player movement, and so you've got to look beyond just the players who are, are free agents and, and what can you you know achieve through the trades and, and players who may or may not be coming out of contract themselves. So you'd love to be um, in a situation where you're winning lots of game of footy and have that position in your salary cap and, and, and go out and get players. It, it, it obviously makes it a bit harder um, in terms of the conversations, but there's a whole range of factors that go into play when it goes to recruiting a player, and we're in those conversations, and we're confident that you know we've got a, a compelling proposition to players, you know, to supplement our talent. But at the end of the day, the growth's got to come from within, as a first and foremost. Does Andrew Gaff um, entice you with what he could bring to your footy club? He's going pretty well. <laughs> um, Oh, look, I shouldn't get into conversations about individuals, Kane, and, and that's probably the standard answer you'd expect. But, um, you know, uh, certainly any player that, that's got, you know, some outside speed, um, you know, with after a quality mid, you know, those are the kind of things that, that we'd love to add to the to the list that would make it easier for Jack Stephen if he had some, you know, some more speed to help him out in that regard. 
Matt, Jared referred to it before. Where, you know, we, we can sometimes read too much into things, but I, I, I saw it as a really interesting symbol of Alan Richards having the players out in the middle of the MCG, spoke to the players at length for quite a while. Then the, the coaching staff separated, just Jaron Geary and the boys. Is that... Did, did you know that was going to happen? Could you have you got any any sense of, of what that was about? Was it a symbol for something, or was it just just a bit of a change in routine? Um, no, I didn't know it was going to happen, Bob. Um, uh, as I said, it's the first time we've been at the MCG this year. It'd be the first time a couple of our boys have played here. Um, so it, it wouldn't surprise me that we take advantage of that moment, have a conversation, of, you know, about what it means to play here. And, and it doesn't surprise me at all about Gears. I mean, um, he he's been. Uh, a shining light, a, a real pillar of strength um, inside the four walls of the footy club um, over the course of the start of the year, and and uh, you know the respect the players have for him, the role he's playing, um, he, he just cares so much. So any opportunity for him to be able to impart that and and build that sense of occasion for the players would have been where he wanted to be. And when it rains, it pours, mate. It's been a, it's been a difficult start to the year, but the the concussion epidemic out at the St Kilda Footy Club is has come again with Kobe Stevens out for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, it's... Um, and then Mav went down on, on uh, Thursday and took a hit. Um, look, for Kobe, it's incredibly frustrating. You know, um, he's just had some of those, you know, delayed onset symptoms which have hung around. Um, and, and you know, he's a, he's a really... Um, you know, terrific fellow, Kobe. He, he's, he takes a lot of interest in life outside of footy, and he's studying, and, and he just hasn't been able to, you know, get into that either. So, it kind of compounds itself. So, um, you know, we've known for some time that this is a really, you know, serious issue. We can't, we, we can't be conservative enough um, in the way we treat that. And I think you've probably seen that, you know, with Paddy in the way in which our club has gone about that. Um, and and so all we can do is. Um, is be really conservative but throw our support around these players and give them the time um, to be able to recover. I know that uh, Paddy McCartan's always been a source of uh, conversation. I said last week that when he comes back, he should wear a helmet because anyone that's been concussed seven times in about 33 games, you've got nothing to lose. Is that the thinking? Yeah, I reckon that is, um, KB, because the, the medical evidence doesn't say that you should. I mean, Correct. That, that's, and in fact, some would say there's medical evidence to say you shouldn't because it creates more surface area for collisions and these kind of things. But uh, I reckon it is. It's a bit of a say, well, what have you got to lose? And, and so let's try it and see how it goes. I mean, it's, you know, Angus Brayshaw um, has been playing good footy with it. It doesn't seem to have affected him. So, you know, Pay's giving that a try today. I think, um, you know, that that's, I reckon, you know, Paddy's game, you know, the, the fact that Richo's brought him back straight in today after a couple of weeks out is a great show of faith and confidence, mm. I think, from from Richo in Paddy, you know, he's probably his best couple of games were the ones before he had that knock against Melbourne. He, you know, kicked a couple of goals there in the back half against um, uh, Phil Davis against GWS in the, in the draw, and you could just see how much Saints fans want him, mm. you know, to be the player that we want him to be. And, and uh, I thought he really stood up that day, so we hope he can take it into to today's game. Matty, uh, with the, the retirement of, uh, of Revolt and Montagna, did you underestimate their value at, at the time and leadership around the club? Uh, I don't think that we did, KB, we, because we're so respectful of that. Um, you know, when 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 you look at that, and you're clearly looking at a player in terms of their physical ability to go on, um, but you're also taking into account, you know, the impact they have around the club. I mean, Rui and Joey, and to a lesser extent, probably Sean Dempster, had been really deliberate about their, you know, support and transition mm. of leadership. They'd stepped out of the leadership group. You know, we'd brought Jaron in as the captain, and they supported those guys 
next year, uh, last year, to, to take the next step this year. But, there's, you know, there's no doubt, you know, at times this year you've thought, gee, you know, to have a Joey down the back line right now or, you know, a Rui up forward, you know, just to stabilise some things would be great. But that's not where we're at. And so it really falls upon, you know, the players who are out there to take the next step. And, and, and that's what we expect them to do. Because it seems to me that uh, sometimes players, I think, can be retired too early because clubs think they're at a certain level and ready to go and they've got players to take the position of those players, you know, whereas I would think that Revolt and Montagna would still be in St Kilda's best 22 and, and playing some darn good football for St Kilda. I just wonder whether sometimes in that game, you know, we think, well, we're ahead of where we think we are. Those blokes are getting old. We'll let them go and other players will come up and take their spot. Sometimes it just doesn't happen, and it has, doesn't seem to have happened for St Kilda. Yeah, look, and that's you know that, I think that's a mm. fair you know observation to make. But um, you know I think you know the role that Joe was playing down back last year. You know we, I'd, I'd say our back line's been you know pretty good this year. It's probably been you know the strength and and um, but yeah, there's certainly we seem to be missing some of the, the the continuity and the connection you know in our forward line. But remember, we've also had Josh Bruce out for a yeah. long time uh, too. So when's he back? You know. I hope Bruce, you'll be back that week after the bye, I, I would imagine. Had you not extended Alan Richardson's contract in the off-season, would his head have been on the block by now? Oh, I reckon the media would have had his head on the block. Um, but, uh, no, the reality is, I think we had, we announced that at the end, in, in the off-season. It had been something which we'd been working through for, for you know, months before that. So, uh, no, I think I don't think... Uh, Jared, our club could have been any clearer in in recent times as to our support for Richo. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I, I absolutely guarantee Richo is a better senior coach now than he was four years ago. Um, and and we're in a position at a footy club where we actually believe we've built stronger foundations. This is not about a club that needs to go back to the start and start rebuilding again. Um, so what we're doing is we're actually focusing on the, the assets and the strengths that we've got and how do we turn those and make them stronger and then supplement them with the people around, on and off the field, to have a program which is capable of winning a premiership. Will you publicly absolutely guarantee Alan Richardson the contract extension that you signed? Uh, sorry, I'm not trying Will to stand he that. coach 19 and 20? Yeah, well, he's got. He, he's. I couldn't. We could not have been any more um, strong in our in our endorsement of Alan. Um, he's 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 the man to lead our football program. We see it week in week out. Whether it's the relationship he has with the players, his insight into the game, the way he focuses on the development, um, the way he engages with our broader organisation and our people. Um, you know, absolutely, Alan is the man to lead this footy club. What's on the line in the back half of the season then? team that's won three out of its past 16 well it's an opportunity i alluded to at the start of this um this interview jared and and i think we start to see that with five players who have played under 10 games let's see what they can bring us but ultimately it's an opportunity for those guys we alluded to and i think simon lethlin alluded to during the week the players who have played between 50 100 games you know they've now got to demonstrate that they're capable of leading this club to where we want to take it. And that, and they'll be given the opportunity to do that. They'll be given the support to do that. But ultimately, you know, the expectation comes down to our players to lift uh, and make it, you know, make our supporters proud of what it is that they come to see each week. I, I think, you know, you'd say that our players have shown great effort. You know, I don't think there's been a game where, you know, you would criticise the effort of our players. But as Kane alluded to, the execution hasn't been where it needs to be. So, you know, we believe in that. We support them in that. And, and uh, you know, I think that we'll, we'll see our players recover that at some point in time. And hopefully the sooner the better. Good luck for the afternoon. Thanks for having me. 
It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.